You're listening to Fear, Fear. the Nthcast. I'm Josh. I'm JD. We've got a special guest with us. A co-host, a new face. Yeah. Or an old face. Damn right. Jason here. Or is it a new old face? It's 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 both. There's an old new face. Well, you won't be excited when you see it. That's <laughs> for sure. I have a personal question. Have Uh-oh. you ever recorded in the studio? No, no, I've literally never been to the Nth Castle. Well, I've been to the Nth Castle proper. I've never been into in this room into the the, the bowels, the inner, inner chamber, solitude, the inner chamber, the, fuck the bowels. Yes. In the, well, well, welcome the yeah. belly of the beast. We're so glad yeah. you're here. Yeah, uh, we uh, we. We realized after Walker Stalker that you were correct. We don't have you on nearly often enough. Yeah, and it's a damn shame. <laughs> it is a shame. Such and if, a shame. And if Stephen the Brit can have his own show, then <laughs> damn it, we can have you on. It's not because of people show. with normal More hair often. in this fucker. <laughs> He's got a co-host. It's not his show. Well, whatever. Are we going to do this again? No, we're not going to do this again. No. I'm not even going to bring up that. Hey, I'm don't, proud of don't. both of you just the same. Thank you. <laughs> proud of all you guys. You're so kind. Well, we, we know that you also have an affinity toward all things Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And we know that on many occasions you have wondered whether or not you would be afforded the opportunity <laughs> to... Guest host, that's true, with us. But what I appreciate is you finally got the gumption up just to ask this last week and basically <laughs> said, Hey, the wife is going to be out of town, so uh, I'm free. I'm free. <laughs> yeah, it was, I just didn't give a shit anymore. I was like, <laughs> I want to get on this fucking episode. I know, I know, like the end of this season is going to start really kicking up, and yeah. so got things to say. I think that I have you have opinions. I think you've finally been married long enough to learn that you need to just ask because if you don't ask, you don't get. You don't. (laughs) I certainly know you don't. (laughs) I certainly don't know. And what people are asking now is when in the hell are they going to get to talking about the episode? Do you want me to go ahead and fire it up? So let us not dawdle. Let us. Blast into our conversation of the same boat. The same boat. Walking Dead Season 6, Episode 13. There Mm. is only three left. Dude. Which is good in some ways because I'm ready to get down to brass tacks and be like, all right, what's happening? What's going to go on? Where is this big character that I'm ready to meet? But in another way, you're like, oh, I wish they could drag this out so I don't have to meet him. You know well, it, it's it's like a, he's a mythological character now. After even more so after this episode. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, they are making him into this big bad thing, uh, of which we learn more that our group, Rick's group, if you will, uh, consider. I think they're considering him more to be. Well, Daryl said it: the boogeyman. Yes. Um, right. And and they're they're still playing into that, and they're. It's not subtle. It's very overt because mm-hmm. I think they're building up to when he comes on the scene. It, <laughs> rude awakening. And that's what we, we, we continue to bid a dead horse, I think, about yeah. this. But 
Well, and I think also they're trying to kind of blur the lines between how bad Rick and his group are versus how bad the saviors are. And they're trying to give you, make you feel like, oh, they're no, they're no worse than Rick's group. And if Rick and if these people were in Rick's group, they would fit right in. But because they're opposing forces, um, they're our enemies. But if we were together, they would fit right in. I think they're trying to give a lot of the audience who hasn't read the comic some false idea that, oh, Rick is just as much of a badass as Negan is. Yeah. And so Rick will be fine whenever it comes up against yeah. Negan. Clash and, of the Titans. And right now... Hey, the, shit. Yeah. It is no big deal. Right now, our, our crew, the survivors, I think they're honestly thinking the idea of Negan is just an idea. Yes. It's, it's just something. It's just well, they keep hear, hearing how bad the saviors are, and so far... They've shit on them. Yes. <laughs> it, the, 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 our, murder. Easy murder. Our group has had a significantly higher on-screen body count yeah. than anyone in Negan's group has had. I love this scene, and I was reading the extras about it. Mm-hmm. Andrew Lincoln had the week off because this episode, none, none of the people were in until the very end. He showed up on set to act out his part with the walkie-talkie mm-hmm. on the side. So like right. he, on his day off, he showed up, and he's like, yeah, I'm oh, going to help that's out. That's dedication. Yeah. yeah. So, that, so that they could act out the walkie-talkie scene right. I know on the calendar it says... PTO. Yeah. But I went ahead and came in on my right. day off because the producer called him and said, yeah, I'm going to have to get you to come in this weekend. <laughs> mm. But that scene right there where they're looking through the binoculars, mm-hmm. uh, Paul is, is that supposed to be exactly the scene that we saw before? Yes, it is. I noticed some differences though. Oh yeah. They're settled well, because the of different was, takes. The shot yeah. was wider. Well, the shot was wi- not only just the <laughs> shot, just the way like Daryl tackled the guy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I it's don't just know. A different it was angle. it was kind of interesting. I was surprised that they didn't just like set up camera separately to pick up, you know. It shouldn't did have multiple shots of the same thing. Yeah, it just felt a little weird. I was like, oh, it's a little different. It's not mm. totally the same. I'm sorry yeah, that you. Were, it was cool. Sorry. I'm sorry you I was were just being stickler. Did it take you out of the moment? You know what? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Maybe we made a mistake. <laughs> no, it was good. <laughs> rethink this. So, what did you think of Paula's character? Fantastic. Uh, in in two episodes, which essentially one, yeah, I feel like I have a full fledged, fully formed villain mm-hmm. in one episode. And how do you do that? Yeah. How do you do that as an? As an that's all the actress. Yeah. I mean, obviously the written material is there, but to convey everything she did in one episode, tremendous. Yeah, and, yeah. and let me go ahead and go on a record and say that Melissa McBride crushed it dude oh in this episode i I'm, we always it. rave about lindy james yeah but i'm thinking that she passed him for me well, in this episode but total body of work no but she crushed it i mean you can have your opinion but sure. she absolutely crushed it in this episode oh yeah absolutely yeah this is the best i've seen it. i believed her i believe she would like because i mean for for like a split second i was like yeah oh man what's going on she's like completely mousy now. What yeah. mm-hmm. what the hell happened? Hey, the Carol that we knew in season one is still there. You know, but when, she's still there. When yeah. the shit hits the fan and she she reverts back into this shell of who she mm. was, kind of to old tendencies. Yeah. Uh, I found myself somewhere in the middle whenever all that was happening in the cell. It was like, I just kept looking at my wife and I was like, is, is she fucking with him? Is she really getting upset right now? And then I was like, no, no, she's definitely fucking with him. Like, she's not that worried about it. But she really sold 
that she was emotionally attached I, you, to these lives that she's yeah, been killing. I, I think she was worried about the life that she would have to maybe take more than yes. her life. And Mag, she was obviously she was concerned about Maggie. Yes. She's been concerned about right. Maggie because she's while. been a mother for so long. And the fact that's that right. she sees another mother not acting in a motherly way—that's right. And it's and it's a whole different perspective that you don't understand until you're in that situation. Right. I can see that now. I can look back and go, oh, "The shit I did when I was younger." I look at that through a different lens. I see someone else do that stuff, and I go, "Oh, now I know why my dad or my uncles or people that love me told me that shit and and told me, hey, you need to cut it out." Uh, I get it now. Isn't that yeah. one of the worst revelations, though, when you're like, fuck. They, <laughs> they were are so sm- right. They are smart. They were right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's eye-opening, especially when you have kids of your own. You're like, oh, shit. They're doing the same things I did. If, if, only, if only they knew. How can I impart to them the wisdom that I have now? And But they're just like you. Nobody could talk to you when you're a kid. <laughs> that's, no, that's but the thing I'm most worried about. I'm like, oh, if he's anything like me, he will not get this. <laughs> no, <I'm> not. <laughs> it will exactly. fly right so, over his head. So much later after he's dead. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is going to make no sense to you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to go and tell your parents, be like, yo, I'm sorry. I was a dick when I was a kid. Yeah. I don't, I'm sorry. I know now. I appreciate you trying so hard, but. Apparently nobody could talk. You should have gave up. <laughs> when, when are you going to have that conversation? Oh, I've told my parents that. Oh, you have. Oh, oh yeah. you have. Oh, yeah. I've. I figured you would still need to have that conversation. Oh no, no, no. I've told them many times. <laughs> many times. I have too much of a pride. We just won't have kids. Just there kidding. you go. <laughs> That'll really fix it. Whenever right. we have an announcement, we'll opt out of it. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, I opted oh, God. out. I opted out. Oh, God. I opted out. I always make sure I have my squishy boots. So. One other thing I was going to say about Paula, of all the one episode, two episode characters, I think she's probably at the top of the best. You know what I'm saying? I, I would agree with that. I would agree like, with that. You, like if you go like to the prisoners, like the ones that were there real briefly, they were okay. But I, none of them are sticking out in my mind if I went back and thought really hard. And I, I could remember some, but her, I'm just like, oh, I don't know that I'll ever be able to forget her character and how vicious she was and how well, she portrayed that character well, so well. Well, the monologues that they had. Yeah. It's just. They, I mean, they were weighing each other up uh, the whole time and you really trying to get at each other and pick at each other and crack through the armor that they had both put up. And it was just the interaction between the two was fascinating. Yeah. It was like watching a chess match. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move my pawn to E7. What are you going to do? Exactly. Yeah, it definitely was because I just felt like the whole time, Carol, my thought during all of the dialogue was like, oh, man, is she selling it too much? Surely she's going to catch on. But I just loved how Paula kept coming back like, seriously, you're this pathetic? Like, how did you survive? Which worried me because I was like, well, at some point, she's just going to kill you because you're a pain in the ass. Are you not going to no, make it? Or you were just counting on that you're just so pathetic they won't hurt you. Now, okay, so we're back to them having their heads covered. Did you yeah, ultimately put- capture? Okay, there's a there's a couple things going on here. Did you did you what did you feel when you watched this scene when their heads are covered? Obviously, it's not Maggie. It's Carol. Yes. Right. Okay. What, what did you feel they were trying to do storytelling wise when they when they filmed it that way? Because there's two different things going on. I didn't. No one. Huh. Well, it was a sen- <laughs> it was a sense of disorientation. But okay. did you catch the little things that Carol did, 
like dragging her feet. Oh, sure. So that she left so the track. She yeah. left track. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she knew that Daryl was there and he could track her. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I thought that was brilliant. No, that's cool. I didn't even just pick up on that. More nuance to just Carol's her thinking character. all the time. Yes. Yeah. Quick thinking. Yeah, I just feel like she is always, whether she's feeling too much or she's feeling like a mother, she's always in a survival mode. It's like yes. every step is just to make sure that her and the people that she's around are going to be fine. Do, do either of y'all have experience with a kill floor? Yes. Yeah, I do. do I've you? been in one. You have? It's very bloody. Uh, yeah, we used to, when I was younger, we would get our own cows butchered. Mm-hmm. So we'd go to the kill floor and we'd have to, it, it seemed a little cruel, but it was really very harmless for the animal. And <laughs> other than his demise. Other than. But it wasn't, it wasn't cruel. Okay. It wasn't cruel. You know, okay, it I was, got you. Yeah, sir, I'm gonna have to get you to hold still. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I need you to hold still, sir. And that's what we, we used that. We, they used the air gun because yeah. the floor was so slick, and they put water on it. So when the cow would try to run, it would slip. So eventually, it just stood there, and you just walk right up to it. And yeah. it's intense. <sighs> so it is some. It is somewhat humane. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's other, there's worse ways, right? So oh to all the vegans I can only there, imagine the tweets all, and emails all, all right the, now. All the vegan, oh, you made my all, ass. All the all, all the vegan hate mail, hate mail we're going to get now. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Do you guys even watch Food Inc? <laughs> <laughs> no, we watch The Walking Dead. And yes. murder is all the time. Tells us everything we need to know about food. It's scarce and we got to get it where we can. Murder is the main course. Yeah. So I love when they leave the room, both of them. Maggie and Carol look at each other and like, you know what? Let's do something. Let's get to hell. So out they of both here. do it on their own. Both try to find things, get get some sort of advantage over their captors. Right. And I don't know. I think the the slaughterhouse is like a perfect setting Isn't for this episode, Isn't which is though? kind of disturbing. It that, is. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It really is, especially with how it turns out. I think it's really interesting, similar to whenever uh, the survivors were locked up. Um, at Terminus and put into that, that rail cart. It was like immediately as soon as they're in there, they're just tearing that thing apart. Yeah. I mean, finding you, weapons, making weapons. You could ask the Terminus people about what happened right. when you mess with Carol. Oh, wait. Not no, you can't. Move. <laughs> no, you can't. They're all gone. <laughs> Again, quick thinking on her part, picking up the rosary beads Putting in her pocket. from one of the walkers. Yes. I think it fell off of them. It's not hers. No. Quick thinking, put them in her pocket, mm-hmm. and then act like she's hyperventilating because the gag is too tight. Which, if you're not careful, oh, so good, you, you will cause yourself to actually. I thought hyperventilate. she was. I thought she was trying to pass out. I was worried I for her, her because her if they hadn't come and taken that gag out, she could have been in some actual trouble. Oh, it's. It'd be, uh, have you ever? Have I ever been gagballed? Oh, uh, hang, you. On, hang on, hang on, hang on. What are we doing now? I, I caught myself. Okay, uh, that's a story for another time. Hey, what no. is that doing in here? Um, <laughs> but no, if you have a piece of cloth in your mouth, it's very easy to become um, uh, very anxious. Cotton mouth, I get if it. you yeah, will. Get there you go. <laughs> no, you can become very anxious, and so even if your life isn't in danger, it's. It's really similar to, I guess, what would you would call waterboarding, waterboarding which is yeah. you're not going to actually drown, but you you feel like you're going to. Sure. And so mentally, you get so worked up. So it's like I, I this whole episode was tense. It was the whole damn very thing. stressful. And it was like just a character study, uh, and that's what I loved about it. I really 
really enjoyed this episode. This is probably one of my favorite episodes now. Uh, not because it's the most current, but just because they did so much with so little. Yes. Not yeah, that I mean, not that story wise it was little, but set piece wise. It's one like, set. Yeah. The whole yeah, time. I mean, they could have the filmed one. this whole thing in like a day. Yeah. I mean, I think they did eight days of shooting. Right. That's just because that was yeah. scheduled. But it's like, what, you, what do you have? What set pieces do you have to change? None. Right. None. Just go in the solder. Oh, house. let's go in this different room. Yeah. And so, okay, Carol's act is starting. And as soon as they get the rosary and she starts praying, they're like, oh, my God, you're one of those? Really? How on earth did you right. make it that far? Damn religious freaks. Yeah. It was, I was believable. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and I like, <laughs> the she moles. was a great character. Was her name Moles? Yeah. Yeah, she was a great character. All of the saviors I thought were good characters and they did a good job, except for the dude. They really made the dude, the one dude in the episode look like a bitch the whole time. Well, you know why. why? Sorry, not Moles. Moles. He, he was the mirror image of Ed. Uh, oh, that's yeah. right. Because he, yeah, because he tries to hit because exactly. So yeah. th- this this whole episode we we were talking before mirror image, yeah. mirror image, albeit a dark mirror. I don't think it, it is a reflection, but is a, a, a I don't want to say obscured reflection, but it's a, a reflection is not always an exact copy, right? See, I think like an alternate timeline. Like if things right. had gone a different way, yeah. this is where you would. Yes. Be. Like if Carol and Maggie had ended up with Negan's group instead of Rick's group. Oh it yeah, would have been this way. Right. Gotcha. Right. It's That's even an interesting thought thinking if Paula would have ended up with a group like Rick. Yeah. Rick's group. Things could have been different. Yeah. But but and we as we learn later though, you know, maybe not because before she met up with any group, she had already taken life. She had. Yeah. Real and, quick. Yeah, real well, quick. I mean, and who doesn't want to murder their boss? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Well, I mean, she said she was in Washington DC, right? Yeah. So it just amplifies it. Cause right. that means your boss is probably some lawyer or politician. Yeah. I want to murder him. I want to murder and him his family. Fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and because she was separated from her four daughters yeah. and her husband, she was, and she probably felt like that was partially her boss's fault. I don't know. Maybe was, there was probably a lot of factors going into that decision. Like I'm going to murder this dude just because I want to kill something to make me feel better. And he's going to be a liability, but I don't know. Who knows? It's deep. She did him in. That's all I know. <laughs> and quickly. He's, he's been, quickly. He didn't last long. All I know is that she was completely, completely believable as well. Yeah. Yeah. Especially so. Alicia Witt is yes. the actress. I remember her oh, okay. from Mr. Holland's Opus. There you go. I think, I think, uh, was it Lauren Cohen, Maggie? Yeah. I think she was also really sure. awesome in this I episode. Know, I think have, a lot of the focus is on, uh, um, Melissa, but I think like them two together and especially like getting towards the end where it's like Melissa McBride is like, you know, Carol's wanting to get out and just like, no, fuck it. Let's just go. No, we got to finish this. Maggie's we like, have no, to we this. have to finish this. Mm. So it was just a really like good ensemble. This it was like a women's episode, which yeah. was really cool. And it was, and because yeah. I can't remember a time where Maggie and Carol really worked together very much. Yeah, There's not, not a in a lot of episodes do they have a lot. And they were they were talking about that a little bit, just how bad they wanted to work together and how in the yeah. past they just really hadn't had much time to dialogue with one another. But yeah. yeah, it was really good. It was. And I like how Carol told the lady, hey, put out your cigarette. There's a baby here. Right. <laughs> really? That's what you're worried about right now? 
Like, which seems counterintuitive. Yeah. You're going to be all mousy. Mm-hmm. You're going to be that nervous little bird. Mm-hmm. And then now you're going to bum. You, you, oh, no, that was not too later. But now you're going to tell her, put it out. Put it out because the baby's here. Secondhand smoke could be bad for the baby. So I feel like it was, she had, she knew she had to skirt that line. I can't be completely pathetic, uh, uh, like 100%. I have to have some edge about me and sell this character. And this character is if I'm going to be an evangelical Christian type character, Mm. the whole, you know, life, life is sacred. Secondhand smoke is bad for the baby. (laughs) Yeah. Defend the defense, defend the defenseless. And I was like, not that she wouldn't do that normally. I mean, I felt like that was still partly the real Carol. Yeah you know, looking out for Maggie. But it, again, that brilliance of bringing that nuance to this is what this Carol, we'll say the Carol, the Christian yeah. <laughs> would do in this instance. Yeah. Well, and you, it was totally believable. You got to have some code of ethics or something you stand for to survive in this world. And I think she had to convey, like I'm standing for this and we believe that there's going to be a future. The children are a future and all mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. hashtag stuff. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think she was just really pulling off the motherly role. And it really started whenever Tobin was saying, you know, you're like everybody's mother, but you're something else to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're not old <laughs> enough to be my mother. Meat to me. But no, I mean, like <laughs> she was definitely being a mom. She's been being a mom ever since she found out that Maggie was going to go out there and, and run patrol, which was the stupidest decision. Yeah. I don't know why anybody let her do that. <laughs> so stupid. Glenn uh, should have been like, uh, you're not thinking straight. Glenn, you get to stay. Glenn home. apparently can't tell Maggie anything. And I think she can beat him up. Oh, easy. <laughs> easy. Easy peasy. Overpowered. Well, he wouldn't fight back for one, but right. I, I think there it's a weird situation to be in. Like, I don't I know she needs to survive and I can't protect her always, so I need to know that she's capable on her own, but and we need yeah. her. So what do I do? But it, she okay, but hold on. Hasn't she always been the one that initiated the relationship? Of course. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm I mean, Glenn right. is absolutely head over heels, crazy in love with her, but he doesn't wear he doesn't wear the pants as it were. No, no, no. He not, wouldn't not, be able to he, fit under that not, dumpster if he was wearing not pants. that he should. But yeah. I think you see, it's interesting to see in this uh, setting a, a glimmer of hope that two people can come together and be what a marriage should be. Yeah. Which is, it's not about one controlling the other. It's equals, about giving. Right. It's about, yes, about equals, being yeah. equals and and. I mean, but I feel like things together in this situation, but, he could have at least voiced an opinion like, "Sweetie, I don't know that we really need you out there." I, I, you know, I would have probably been like, "Gone." Of course, if I would have went in dick mode, yeah. but then that would have been <laughs> counterproductive. Sure, because I think right. we all know that when you go in dick mode, it's like, "Well, fuck you." Yeah. Then that's exactly what I'm going to do I, now. I do what I want. <laughs> No, I'm just yeah. saying, like, and uh, not even Glendon, Rick. Rick should have been, like, as the leader, yo, we don't need you out here. Right. And I think she would have respected that authority. She may have pushed back, but ultimately I think yeah. she would have respected it. Um, but What do you think it's out for? Uh, no, I was thinking of uh, Maul's line right here. Take that off, you're going to bleed like a spigot. There you go. <laughs> I hated, okay, malt growlers. Let's talk about oh, growlers. God. So that clearly is the savior's word for walkers because every group has right. uh, a biters. different terminology. Oh, biters. Roamers. Got the biters out there. And then they call them cold buds, dude, didn't they? 
I think so. Mm. I I like the fact that they call him something different, although that was a shitty name. Growlers is terrible. Yeah. Back with I mean, I've bullshit. taken a growler. Yeah. So I have two. <laughs> I had one this morning. Yeah. And I've also drank a whole growler by myself yeah. twice. Twice. Proud of you. I'm gonna need a refill. Yeah. Please. <laughs> this is not enough for me. But what I do like about it is a constant reminder that the world is much bigger than their group. And so it's little things like that that help remind us that, hey, it's not just your group surviving here. There's a whole much big whole much bigger world out there, which they're finding, but up until now, there's been little to no real opposition. Right. And the other thing too, and I think we're gonna touch on this in a little bit, so I just kinda wanna sure. plant the seed, is mm. up until now Rick's group has always been the good guys. So yes. let's just float that out there. Sure. And let's just kind of let that marinate as we continue to watch this. Yeah. So discuss. I like this okay. is the scene where he's with the Ed, the dark mirror image of Ed. Right. Yeah, what was his name? Fucking prick. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, prick. Yeah. Prick. <laughs> well, they said his name, but I mean, Maggie goes to protect uh, Paula. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, he gets all pissed off, punches Maggie, and then. Which is not okay. Yeah, Maggie headbutt in the face. In the face. What? And then kicks Carol. You piece of shit. Which yeah. I wonder if, like, she had, like, brief flashbacks. It didn't show it, but. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't help but wonder. Shit like that sticks with you. Oh, sure. And then he fucking popped uh, Paula, and it's like, really? Right? Yeah. Paula came in hot with a pistol whip. Yeah, I mean, he's pissed off about the fact that he got his arm shot and that they won't trade for the doctor. Like, hey, he could save my arm. And Maggie's even telling him, like, you need to cut his arm off. My right. dad lost his leg. If yeah. you don't cut his arm off, it's going to get infected and he's going to die. So cut yeah. it off. That arm gone dead. Yeah. What do you, it's okay. You can uh, – being one arm and alive is better than being dead. So this is this is a good example of where they start to see the contrast of Carol and Paula – and just the mm-hmm. subtle differences Absolutely. where she's like, Carol says something to the extent of, you know, I, I was in a relationship like that too. Like my husband yeah. was abusive and, and she was like, he's just a warm body in yeah. the bed to me. He just, yeah. um, he's just I don't uh, care. Yeah. It's just a belly warmer. I was going to yeah. say something inappropriate. I'm so glad I stopped myself. <laughs> He's just a twig there's, and berries. There's nothing <laughs> inappropriate on this podcast. Yeah. But I like this shell and Maggie. They, I think, are much more similar than Carol and Paula are. I don't know that this is a dark mirror image. I think this is like a, a this, this, this is two characters that their paths, um, if they are, if they have deviated, but it was a recent fork in the road. Yeah. Right. And so she actually gave us some more flavor as to uh, uh, what happens when you do something you're not supposed to do. Yeah. And they will also find out that. Clearly, her boyfriend was in the group uh, that, that Daryl blew that up. Daryl blew right. up, yeah. right? Which is why she went out to uh, find him, mm-hmm. which is noble and good. Uh, she just she, wanted to know. She she wanted to know. That means she cared about someone other than herself. Yeah. She stole gas to do it, and what happened? What did she get for stealing gas? Finger cut off. <laughs> so you get your finger cut off for stealing gas. What the fuck's going to happen when someone finds out that you've killed twenty? What thirty maybe thirty people now? Oh, gonna yeah. be roughly, there's gonna be a. There reckoning. has to be. Yeah. Yeah. That but, scares the shit out of me. But I mean, she was pregnant, lost the baby, 
She's got the tattoo that says Frankie, and like, oh, Frankie's that you? But no, that's my dad. Yeah. So yeah. just so much that they have in common with Maggie. And, and I don't know. It just felt. I felt bad for Maggie, and then like I feel like if they could have been on the same side, like if if anyone from this group could have been accepted into the sure survivors, her. What do you think? Uh, more than anything else, this episode is about the choices that we make. Yeah, the consequences from the consequences are our choices. Yeah. Even though we may be given whatever hand we're given, we still can choose. Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's the message I got. Well, and that your your actions have consequences. All of them. All of them. And you every can't think one. that every time you make a decision, there's not going to be a consequence. I think our group's about to start finding that out. I yeah, mean, in a very well, they're already way. finding it out. They. They thought that it would be a lot simpler than it was going in there, stabbing everyone in the head. <laughs> they thought they would just walk out. Yeah. But it was it was just the beginning. They made what could possibly potentially be the biggest mistake they've ever made. Yeah. And I want to talk about that later. Let's wait till the episode's over before we talk about that. But I got an argument with a coworker today about. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Were there knives involved? No. Uh, uh, there should have been. <laughs> but about the actions that the survivors have taken and whether or not they're justified or if they are making a mistake. Is so. this person intelligent or non-intelligent? Yes. Oh, they intelligent. are intelligent. Oh. We, we disagreed. Like, sh- she. Was oh, she. Com- well, completely opposed to me. And, oh. In my opinion, on the survivors. So we have what a, was your opinion? We have a dichotomy. We'll talk about it. Okay. Oh, okay. I can't we'll wait to unpack this dichotomy of opinion. Yeah, I mean, I want y'all's opinion too because okay. if, yeah, yeah, maybe y'all can convince me that I'm wrong. It's entirely possible because I may have interpreted it incorrectly. There's a better than good chance that he's wrong. That's FYI. not true at all. So yeah. that you know. Okay. That's not so true at all. I'll be we'll, prepared. We'll go into this uh, this uh, argument confident. Okay. We got this. He ain't shit. 2v1. 2v1. That's fine. <laughs> I've had worse odds. I've had worse odds. Yeah. Never tell me the odds. I think uh, Maggie needs to get a Herschel tattoo. <laughs> I do think, I think someone we needs all need to get a Herschel tattoo. Right. Right. <laughs> JD wants a Herschel tattoo, yeah? Uh, no, just uh, just of his head getting like, cut off oh, by the governor. No. You want to oh, no. yeah, put that like on your inner thigh? Uh, yes. That would yeah. be nice. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Get it stamped across your chest like a Vato. I've been watching <laughs> I've been rewatching the series and Herschel is better this time around. I think I had a sour taste from how long it took to get off the farm. Mm. Yeah. Like that. I was mm. just like, oh. Or how many shells he had in his shotgun. Yes, there's that. I mean, and but the way he died, the way the governor just cut his head off for no reason, Shriek. just because, and, and it wasn't all at once either. It's like son of a bitch. Yeah, he was crawling away, and yeah, the, and the governor came. But that revelation when Rick was like, "We can all come back," and he just got that smile on his face. <gasps> Liar, sugar. That was yep. he didn't deserve that. No. I will give him that, but I don't know. Most people don't. Some people do. Like your coworker? No, not at all. He do they listen to this? No, he did Good. not look like the same Herschel <laughs> without the beard. Walker Stalker. Yeah, he didn't have the beard. Like, he didn't have the long hair. You? He had both his legs. You're I not mean, that <laughs> sweet grandfather. I <laughs> Wait a minute, Walking Dead. He's got both his legs. It was There's like an the, imposter. It was like the Danny. <laughs> That's not him. This man's a lookalike. You sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> it's like the uh, Danny McBride moment in uh, Tropical Thunder. Oh yeah. He's got hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so 
here's a question. Did you feel like this episode was too slow in the middle? Shit. No. Okay. Because no. nothing's happening. It's just a dialogue. No. So, okay. No. I'm just making sure. I've experienced some slow walking dead episodes and this was like, as far as pacing goes, I guess it was slow, but it had everything I wanted in it. Like it didn't move at a pace that was like, boom, boom, walkers everywhere, people getting shot everywhere. But it was like the dialect, like the dialogue was so juicy yeah. and luscious. I was like totally fine with yeah, it. Yeah, the writers, like, I really think I did. Sitting themselves. down and cutting slow into a nice steak yeah. and mm, eating it slowly. Savoring it. Well, it yeah, like, because, and it's, I think it's going to be a nice break because last episode was so violent. And so vicious. Oh, yeah. And then I think it's every episode from here on out, I really think is going to oh, be. Man. Oh, my God. So so I, this is our take a deep breath. Yeah. Yeah. No, get I think ready. what's really challenging about the past couple episodes is it's been like you're I've been sitting in anticipation waiting for someone to die. Yeah. But I know my heart tells me that it's going to happen at the end. And it's like, damn it. I, I almost want it to just happen. So I know who dies. Yeah. So I can get over it. But mm. I possibly. think this too, the scene where Paula talks to Rick and mm. figures out that, you know, that, that something's amiss. Like there's no static. He's too close. This They're tracking us. She smart, cookie. Oh, yeah. smart cookie. And the Much fact like that Carol. they have, yes. And the fact that they have this recon group coming makes me think how fucking many saviors are there. All oh, of yeah. There's got to be so many if they have this. And because they had language like, hey, we have code, gamma, whatever, go to this channel and do this frequency just like we've rehearsed. You're like, what the? F- right. They plan for this? So what does that tell you? Yeah. These fuckers are organized yeah. and they oh, get yeah. their shit down. Yeah, it makes me so nervous. Like, oh, well, we have no idea. Should. We don't know what we're getting into. They have no idea. You already know they're organized. I mean, it's okay. like. I mean, Rick and Daryl can't even get back to Alexandria with a. With a truck. Truckload full of supplies. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Michonne wanted toothpaste to wash some Rick out of her. So, yeah. You know. hey, so, yeah, you know. I mean, all she got was dindy and ice. Like, <laughs> this is not the same, Rick. I can't follow this stuff. Sorry. Uh-oh. So this is where <laughs> this is where I think the Carol's Carol's I character. Like said uh-oh, and then I just realized you said swallow. Yeah, I did. I think Carry Carol's on. character, I'm. I'm not sure how much of it's real and how much of it's fake anymore. I think there's some realness. Oh yeah, oh yeah, creeping in, especially right here that's, where she's. Yes, that's the genius. of It's this weird. It's like she's convincing herself. It's I like, think. I think she's letting some oh, things shit. out that she's been repressing. Yeah, yeah, she's processing. Yeah, and when she talks, she's talking. She's answering the thoughts in her head as opposed to answering the questions that she's being asked by her captors. Yeah, yeah. We'll see in a moment. When uh, Paula asked her, are, are you going to kill me? Yeah. And Carol's answer was, just run. I, I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. Which is, yeah. I may. Yeah. And I hope totally that honest. I don't have like, to. Uh, if but I, I have to, I will. But, but I it, hope I don't. It could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's really, like, realistic to herself. Like, she thinks clearly, you know, there's a chance that... Carol could screw something up or something could go wrong and she could die. But she knows the most likely scenario is yeah. one of them are going to die. And, and Carol keeps, we, we learned in last episode, Carol keeps a body count. This chick, she, I yeah. stopped counting after double digits. Yep. Well, and I, I don't Which, know that Carol knows for sure. Cause she said, I think I've killed 18, maybe 20 now. 
uh, so I think maybe she had stopped counting and yeah, then she was well, starting she counting again after Sam and yeah. things like that happened. She definitely had a list. And was it last episode she had yes. that list she was telling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it said, you know, it's where roughly all, accurate. Yeah, right. oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, give or take. But the, know, the point of it ten. is, is that she <laughs> is still trying to count. Like, yes. she still care. Like, she, each one of those numbers means something to her. And it's a part of her. Like, it mattered to her. Well, why, why do you think night. that is? It keeps her up at night. What do you think has changed? Because this seems like a new thing. Do you think? Uh, okay, I'm going to ask before I put my answer for it. Okay. I don't think it's a new thing. I think she's kept track for a while. But why is it suddenly getting to her? Like when she killed those two people in the prison and right. lit because, them on because fire. Because she told, she told a little boy to shut the fuck up, grow up. The <laughs> shit's gonna eat you. And then the shit ate right. him because yeah. she fucking freaked yeah. him it out. Got real. Yeah. How can that not bother you? That sure. something and you not hold yourself responsible for uh, somebody getting their their face mud. Not only their face, but their whole family. Yes, yeah. because of him. Yes. Don't you think she felt directly responsible for that? Absolutely. Right. She yeah. didn't have to tell him those things. Now, are they true? Yes. Yes, but we don't always tell our th- things to our children, even though it's true. We have to pick and choose some of the things because they're not ready to hear it just yet. Right. right. And she had been used to dealing with kids who had been out there in the shit. Yeah. And he never had. No. So that reality was not there for him. No. Yeah, all of her experience was like teaching kids how to use knives. Right. Like, hey, and... oh, this other adult left. This is how you hold yeah. a knife. This is how you stab. That this was, is right. what you aim for. That was a huge mistake on her part. Sure. Huge. Well, and I also think, and I don't know if you agree with me, uh, Morgan is starting to have an effect on her. Sure. Because he's so set in his ways that all life is precious and that we cannot just become murdering crazy people that don't care about life because it is important. And if we lose that, what are we fighting for in the end? What are we trying to build if we're just going to murder everyone? A lot of people, I feel like the general idea is what I'm getting from a lot of people is that they're kind of getting tired of Morgan. (laughs) They were really hoping he would come back. And now that he's back, like who? Who the hell is this guy? But I think he's every every season the group goes through this. They need someone to keep them in check, to keep them like is this, grounded necessary. and centered. He is. And, but what happens to that person? <laughs> they always die. They right? always die. But it is after they die that Rick is like, well, oh shit, well, <laughs> son of a bitch. He like, needs them to die <laughs> so he can recall what they said. Sure, He's like. like what is everything that maybe there was something to, to me? that <laughs> maybe old Dale knew what he was saying. Maybe Herschel had, had, had an inkling. Mm. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. After, after that one crazy episode and he's talking to Carl after, you know, everything he's like, you know, I, I want to show the future. you, I, I want to show, show you. you. He so, wasn't that hopeful before everyone just died right in front of him. Right. <laughs> yeah. And before, before the group just went ape shit on that Walker herd. Rick is a roller coaster of emotions. Sometimes death can send him into a deep, dark spiral. Sometimes it gives him a moment of clarity. You never know what will uh, happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think Morgan is necessary. I think in regards to Carol, Carol, I think Carol views him as maybe not a beacon of hope, but an example of here's someone that was normal, was a father, was a family man. She was a mother, family, um, 
family woman. woman. Yeah. Right. And he went off the fucking deep end and he became hard. I have to clear. And then he changed. Mm-hmm. And so he's back into the realm of, I wouldn't say normalcy, but he's got a sense of right and wrong. He's got a, con- he, he was able to regain his conscience. And I think this is a similar path for her. And I think that's kind of, she sees that and it's like, there's hope for me. But I don't think she thinks that he's going to be able to survive in this world. No. With the principles that he adheres no. to. No. And we don't, I, I if, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think we agree. I think we agree that that's the case as well. Oh, yeah. Based you're going on- to have to get blood on your hands. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Especially with what's about to come. If he's not willing to take human life, they are going to kill him. Right. And he's going to put, again, he's going to put the whole group at risk because like you said, there's a lot, there's a whole shit storm coming yeah. after all of this. If, if they make it even back to the base, like there's, there's no saying that they're even going to make it back before, you know, I'm thinking, when does this other group show up? You know, the, the backup. Yeah. Cause they have radios. They've been communicating with each other. Right. They're going to start. Hey, you there? Hey, you there? No. Okay. You know, something I just thought of, I kind of like the parallel between father Gabriel and Carol in this moment, because they're like, on the opposite ends of the spectrum, you've got someone that went from, he's still a priest, still considers himself to be a priest, yeah. uh, not, you know, not taking life, not doing anything. Now he's doing something. And now he took life last week, but he did so hesitantly, but willfully. Yes. And without, but he did it only as a last resort, giving, mm-hmm. Giving the person stern warning, letting them know that you have an opportunity to you have you have an out, yeah. If you wish to take it, (laughs) but we see that with Carol in this episode as well, where she's giving Paula an out. I don't think we've gotten to it yet. We haven't yet. Um, But I I see. I I like that parallel. It's interesting because now she's coming from the other angle as someone that was weak became strong, maybe to losing some humanity trying to regain some of that. And in that, uh, she is uh, giving someone an opportunity to have an out. Yeah. You can just run, but if you don't, I'm going to do what I have to do. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the boiling water monologue? Mm -hmm. Three boiling water pots. <laughs> have you ever heard that before? Oh, yeah. Who hasn't heard that? Has I wanted anyone Carol, not heard that before? I wanted Carol to come back and say, I'm the egg. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, do you think that applies in this situation? Because how can you change the water based off this situation? I think your only option is if you think you're hard, you can go and you come out soft right. or you the, come out hard. The water is not the, the water is not the environment. And I consider the walkers to be part of the environment. Okay. Now. Yeah. The water is the humans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once you die and you become a walker, I feel you become part of the backdrop sure. of the environment. Yeah. Okay. Right. So so you change abs- the people around you? You can. Okay. I think that's what they're trying to say. And I think that's possible. And I think that's what Morgan's trying to do. Yeah, exactly. Much. But he's doing that very consciously. And I think most of the other people are doing like, I think Rick is doing it. Yeah. I think Carol is doing it. But it's not, it's a subconscious thing. They're doing it just from sheer will, as opposed to I'm, I'm intentionally trying to change and influence those around me. Yeah. So absolutely you can change 
uh, the water because the water is the people. Mm, okay. Something interesting point I wanted to bring up uh, was whenever Shell said, uh, you're not the good guys. Oh, you yeah. should know that. Very key. Very key. Well, it, that that was our conversation that I had with my coworker. So, I mean, I guess we can get into it now. Do you think they're the good guys anymore or no? <laughs> I think in this world, there are no good guys. Right. You know? <laughs> because they still think they're the good guys. <laughs> that's the thing. It's It's subjective. It's in your mind. And that's what Morgan is still trying to convince himself of that he can still be a good guy. Mm-hmm. And but what are you basing the goodness off of? Oh, like right, and that's that's where I think he. So has hang on, confused. hang on. Before we get started, what direction are we going to go with this? Because we could get derailed. Okay, real quick. that's just another teaser <laughs> to the conversation. Let's wait until the end of the episode. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, but I mean, I think that's a good point, and I think Maggie. I think she was still thinking at that point. Right. Yes, we are the good guys. We are doing what's right. We're protecting ourselves and this yeah. other community to the right. top from you people who are clearly bad and trying to take everything they have. Except yeah. that we've murdered a lot more of you yeah. than you've murdered of us. Well, and a lot of those people we murdered were innocent in cold. Well, I wouldn't say innocent. But just because you're a party to some action doesn't mean that you're guilty, right? Mm, I don't know. No one's fully innocent. Well, true. However... Uh, now you made me lose my train. No, you didn't make me do anything. That's true. I can't make By you my, do shit. Uh, <laughs> to borrow my own term, you're welcome. Yes. Um, what was I going to say? My point was going to be something. It was going to be spectacular. Well, you'll think of it, it was, again. <laughs> we can to segue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Carol uses the. Uh, she sharpens up the rosary. And I think it's really great that she used a rosary because right. of the rosary prayer that goes along with that. Look it up if you don't know it. But it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, it's and beautiful. it's very fitting for this yes. episode. And so she gets to Maggie, and she's like, all right, let's go. Let's get out of here. And no, we have to we finish got, this. we got to clear. We have to finish right. We have to. And But but that that's Rick. That's Rick talking yep. right there. Yep. But it's not wrong. It, it, it's It's not wrong. Well, and they realize that when they're trying to get out because there's walkers guarding all the exits. They're like, they're trying to hurt us and keep us in here because these walkers are here. So we have to. But that's what the saviors do. Yeah. Right. They use them as weapons. Genius. Yes. Yes. Okay. I, just, I can't wait for the main compound. This oh, is man. maybe the most vicious use of a walker. Well, he was already dead. Yes. So what they, I mean. To tie him up and use him as bait for when the chick walks in. That's it's like, so it's good. It's like the bucket of water on the top of the door. <laughs> yeah. So then when you open up the door, sploosh. <laughs> or like Except you, for dead. You, you, lose you walk a into a saran wrap, glue, and then feathers blow in your face. <laughs> or the saran wrap on the, the toilet. Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> the best. Have you never done that? Yeah, no. That's so funny. There. I've had it done to me. Yeah. I was the youngest. It, it only works when <laughs> when you stand up, though. If you sit down, right. you can totally feel it. Yeah. Like, what is... Oh, oh. oh speaking of which, today... Well, I want to know how this story oh, goes. Well, uh, well, hold on. You, I mean, you, everyone's familiar with the courtesy flush, right? Sure. Oh, sure. Well, this fucking thing. I go to give my neighbor a... You know, I'm giving it courtesy flush. That's kind of you. And this fucking thing, it's just like a geyser. Oh, sure. <laughs> so it's like you had oh. a bidet. Oh, and it, it made me, it, it One of the jet surprised me ones. so much. I like jumped up <laughs> and then I was just dripping. Mm. It's so <laughs> disgusting. Okay. Uh, Maggie killing. Dude. Does the blood on the camera take you out of the element? No, 
It made you feel like you were seen. Did from, it make you feel like okay? She like, was bas- as I cover my I'm, face. I'm getting uh, my that's the most vicious. I don't know. Right I think that we've ever seen Maggie. I feel like that was some more foreshadowing. Yes, I would agree. Uh, it's like bashing it, in the it's skull. Like every yeah. episode, we need to. Well, I like how you said she either, was like Rick. Yeah, because that's something that Rick would do. Yeah, would just oh, absolutely. And, and then he'd stand up and go ham on somebody. What? 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 And so Paula knows. Sh- the sh- oh, this shit is on. Oh, it's yeah, not this shit real. is on. Cock, cock, lock, and ready to rock. Cock to yeah. Emma. Yeah, it's time for action. It's time for action. So it, I was excited about the confrontation between the two. I thought Carol versus Paula would have been a, a, a nice little of precursor of Rick and Negan, like Clash of the Titans, you might say. <sighs> but I don't know if it's going to live up to the hype. I'm I'm nervous about the hype. Yep, yeah, I don't know. I'm always going to be nervous until it's actually revealed, though, because. Well, because you're concerned that they're going to pussify him. Well, with all this talk or, about we are all Negan and Carol and like Shell said that I am. Dude, all said that. I think that already <laughs> makes him like kind of way more fucked up than anybody else. Right. It makes him like, seem mythical. he has like brainwashed and he's started this like idea with his group that like you're I'm not just me. You're yeah. all me. Yeah, we're all you me. get everything if I get everything. Right. We are better together. You're all vicious if I'm vicious. Yeah. Like resistance is futile. It's futile. It's like yes. the Borg. Very yes. much so. Yes. yes. So I mean I'm worried about that because I you said they said it once in the comic, right? Right. Uh, yeah. If we if we've read them correctly <laughs> and can yeah. remember it. I don't even know how to fucking read. I know right. It's so hard. <laughs> That's why I watch TV. Just reading. Yeah, exactly. Pictures. Readings for pussies. That's right. <laughs> Moving pictures, please. But I mean, Carol even asked Maul, like, hey, what does that mean? What does that mean? What do you mean that you're all Negan? And she doesn't answer. Of course she doesn't answer, but right. throw that well, question out there. Why would she there. even need to, to feel the need to say that in that moment? That was what was interesting to me. That was the only thing I kind of had a question about. It's like, uh, you don't. What it what what advantage does that give you? There isn't any kind of tactical advantage. It's almost like a fuck you type thing. Like I, this doesn't do me any. I'm not getting anything out of this other than the sheer joy of letting you know that whatever happens to me in this moment, you're you're fucked. Right. I think it's <laughs> I think it is clearly to let them know you have only just stirred up the hornet's right. nest. This we are the tip like, of the spear. The, there's so much more that you're not ready to handle. Well, right. earlier in the episode, uh, we found out that they kind of felt like that group that Daryl, Abraham, and Sasha met were kind of like dicks. Yes. Right. So they even considered them as dicks. Right, because they had said, <laughs> right. oh, so you're just defending yourself. That's fair. That's yeah. cool. I get it. Hm. Yeah. That, that's, they probably make it a big show and being dicks. Cool. Yeah. yeah. No, knowing them, yeah. <laughs> I'd have fucking blasted them with an RPG, <laughs> so too. Funny. Just run. Just I really, run. I knew this walker was going to get off that fucking pole, but I was like, maybe they won't because it's too obvious. Okay, right. but watch real here when this happens, when they scuffle, because if you really pay attention, you can see that there might be an opportunity. At first, I was like, oh, shit, Carol got bit. Right. Oh, right. no, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, right there. And then Maggie jumped in, and then right after Carol, Carol shot her in the shoulder, right? Yeah, and okay, so we we didn't talk about earlier when Carol took out uh what's her name? The the other girl, the one with the fake missing finger. 
Shell. She hasn't taken oh, her out she yet. Has right oh, here. she hasn't taken her no. out yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because Shell is fighting Maggie and gets the knife That's out right. and slashes and, at and, the stomach. And cuts her shirt. That's right. And without hesitation, she doesn't give her an opportunity <gasps> to run. Execution. Skaplow. <laughs> and and in that moment, imagine, style. since there was such a mirror image there, what if that was Maggie? Yeah. <laughs> That's how she went out. Like, man. Yeah. Just heartless. Bullet to the head. But that's what I like. It's like, okay, yes, Carol. That's right. that's the Carol we know and love. And then Paula Reza, she's like, oh, you've been playing me, you little bird, you. you. That's who you used to be. You son of a bitch. But you're not anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I don't get, do you get Carol's hesitation here? Yeah. Why? I do. What, what do you think is causing this hesitation? Because she sees herself in this woman. Right. And she doesn't want to be that woman. Right, exactly. So killing her would make her feel like that woman? uh, Probably. Hmm. I mean, but killing the other chick because she just... Defending. She's defending. Right. That's no problem. So this feels like Because if I don't do this, more harm might come to Maggie. Hmm. Right. Splacow. This this is Carol being a mom. This Yeah, this is her giving her like a a last chance at, at potentially redemption. That maybe she would run away and maybe she would think about her life and know that she was spared. Right. Now, maybe she wasn't thinking all that in that uh, moment. The scene. But philosophically. Oh, I know. Oh, oh, oh that face. In the face. In the face. <laughs> and they didn't put her out of her misery. Dude. Which they could have. Oh, yeah. I know. They could have. I don't know. That's Fuck what that I don't know. To why. me, that's, that's way harsher uh, than Catherine. She made her choice. Yeah. I told you you could run. I know, but if you're going to keep your humanity, isn't it humane <laughs> right. to put people out of their misery? Yeah. Don't you think? I mean, I could be way wrong. And then, oh, this was so badass when she acted like her. Right. Like her voice was very oh, yeah. similar. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. On the killing floor. Um, on the killing floor. <sighs> no, that bitch had her chance. For sure. I, I read that uh, they... That was like the last scene mm-hmm. that they were shooting, and they had a rig to where it was supposed to be a lot more bloodier. Yeah, and so there was supposed to be like a geyser of blood, oh, but yeah. it didn't work. Oh, and they just didn't reshoot it. Yeah, it was the last shot. Well, they talked about that in the Talking Dead. Oh, Wait, oh, did they? Did they? <laughs> we we don't watch that. No, I do. We know. Well, I don't have standards. That's fine. <laughs> See, this scene, I really didn't know how it was going to go. Oh, this is rough. I thought. Maybe they were gonna let them come by, and then they. Oh were yeah, they escape. were gonna ambush them. Yeah, I thought they were gonna escape or oh, okay. shoot him. Uh, no, Maggie, Maggie, so... Maggie made it clear we have to finish this. But I didn't see this shit coming because she lights the cigarette, she, yeah. and you're like, oh god, she's just working up the nerve. Yeah, yeah, the that's nerve. what I thought. I was like, uh oh, she's well, like, she probably is working she's up probably gonna die. But, you know, fuck, uh, fuck you, bitches! Shut the door, throw the cigarette uh, in, and what a way to go. Uh, that is not okay. That, that is not okay. Right. Because they're going to be walkers. They're just going to be charred walkers. Right? It's so crazy. Okay, let's think about that for a second. At what point does the brain uh, I thought about this. boil enough yep. to where it ceases to function correctly? And the part that would be reanimated would not be... Uh, uh, viable anymore. I don't know because even in season three, well, they burned the pit of walkers. Mm-hmm. The governor's helper yeah. burned that whole pit of walkers and they were alive. They were just burned. 
and they're like they weren't usable anymore. And then and then they had the two that were in the greenhouse when Daryl met Dwight glassed over. Yeah, uh, was that? I guess it was glass or was it plastic? Well, it was. Well, was it melted plastic? It might have been like fiberglass types. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it doesn't just... matter. The point is, is there was other charred people in th- that was like maybe three. Yeah, there's those two in the greenhouse, and then there was the one that may have been like a motorcycle rider. Maybe the yeah. helmet would have preserved the right. brain. Yeah, but I don't know. That's something I've always questioned. At what point does the the brain get damaged? Yeah. Well. All right, you would have on. to assume. Let, let, uh, go ahead. hold that thought because there's there's some key shit happening oh, right here. Carol talking to Daryl and Daryl's like, "You okay?" Oh man. no, 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 no. That's not what he asked her. He asked her, "Are you good?" Yeah. <laughs> and there, that's there's a difference. And she yeah. said no. Well, so that there's meaning there. Sure, but I think the more immediate question he meant was, "Are you okay?" Yeah. Of course, from yeah. his perspective. Yeah. But he asked, are you good? And her answer was no. And then I don't know about you, but did anyone else get the feels when he wrapped her up and said, come here? Come here. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, sweet Daryl. All the Carol, all the Carol shippers lost their minds. And then um, Maggie (laughs) telling Glenn, I I don't want to do this anymore. I can't. I can't do this anymore. I can't. I just can't. Which means I'm never going to leave your side. Yeah. And she's not going to put herself in danger. Anymore. And then Primo, I'm Negan. Where, where was Negan? He Negan. was in both places. I'm Negan. Fucking <laughs> Rick is like fucking Rick. I'm sorry, I don't I came have to this time for skadoosh. this. <laughs> and then Carol bleeding on the rosary because she's squeezing, yeah. squeezing yeah, it so, so hard, hard the sharpened rosary. I don't think she was conscious. It was a subconscious thing. But well, it's cool because. So there was two like emotional connections right there. Daryl coming up to Carol. You know, asking if you're good, and then uh, Maggie with Glenn and saying like, "I don't want to do this anymore." And then Rick is totally Rick's gone, separate from all Rick's of that. Fucking gone. He's like, "Who He's are you?" Fucking gone. But oh, I, you're Negan. No, but, but I don't that, have time for like, this shit. like Jason was saying earlier, it's such a roller coaster with Rick because when he was talking to Carl, like, "I'm going to show you the new world and all that shit." Right. And this then, new world is where I blow people away. And then he went to went to the <laughs> right hilltop and he's like, "You know what? We'll murder everybody." Every we just want half of your shit. And damn we want one it of them now. We well, want yeah, it now. and that was. I think it also gave him a little. I think Rick wanted to do it a little more because it was Daryl's idea. What, because to kill the saviors. Yeah, because Daryl's the one who was like, "Hey, you know, we'll we'll just take them out. They ain't shit. We killed a we bunch do, of them. <laughs> we do this. You hook us up. Yeah." yeah. And well, so Rick was like, oh, well, shit. You know, he's, just boogie, he's just a boogeyman. That's yeah. my boy Daryl telling me what to do. So that's <laughs> what – that okay, the two, that's the conversation we were having. Okay. The survivors, do it. are they justified in their actions and are their actions correct to go and just murder people that they don't know, that they've never interacted with except for one little group on the road? Like are they justified in doing that to get their food or – should they have been done like Morgan and be like, okay, uh, maybe we don't need to give them. We need to give them an option. Like, so you want our yes or no answer? I want to know what your opinion is. Like, I because they made it seem like it was very black and white, and I don't think it's a black and white topic. You know what I'm saying? I think that the survivors went in there with different point of views of what they were doing. So, for instance, uh, Aaron. 
That's his name, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron. Whenever he stabbed that one guy in the room, when the guy came up behind him in the last episode, mm-hmm. he told me, he was like, if it wasn't you, you know, if it wasn't us, it was going to be you. You know, if it wasn't us coming in here to kill you in the night, it would have been you. Yeah. You would have come for us. But Rick was saying, this is how we eat. This is how we get our food. So I think they came in it from different angles. Some of them, some of them were like, we got to get them before we get got. And then some of them were like, we want food. This is what we have to do to survive. But I'm not sure if Rick cared about either. I think he (laughs) wanted to take them out. So his group never gets got. Well, here's my point. Like the saviors, they don't murder people in their sleep. They kill one person to make an example and that's the only one that dies. They went in and they murdered everybody. If all goes well. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you don't oh, fight that, back, yeah, if you no. don't fight back, you lose one. They went in and murdered everybody. Uh, unprovoked. Just murdered everybody. See, the savior's methodology seems a little more humane. That's what I'm saying. Even though there's still murder involved. Yes. It's minimal. Yes. Right. But because well, they, it feels like they're more in – like, I mean, it's not right murdering one person, but they're right. trying to build a future and work together in a community and keep it's martial law for sure and keep a hold yes. on everybody through intimidation and stuff like that. But that's different than, oh, do you know how we keep control? We kill everybody who's against us. And this is where I but, make, but a, they didn't even know they were against yeah. him yet. Right. They just knew they were against the hilltop, which is led by a douchebag. Right. Yes. That's right. Yeah. I make a case for our group. <laughs> Best case scenario, the reason they were doing it is because they had to reason in their mind that almost everyone from Negan's crew, if this is if this is how they greet people with killing somebody right off the start, they're not good people. So they it was like it was like a parent going to teach the bully a lesson. It was like Okay, he keeps beating up the nerd in school, so we're going to go over there, kick his ass, so he'll never come back. He'll never, yes. But this is a more permanent solution to that. Right. It's not just kicking his ass. It's it's them thinking it's, they killed it's everyone. It's neutralizing the threat. Sure. Right. Hmm. And I don't since know. I'm having a hard hilltop, time with it. The hilltop is already giving them something they need. Yeah. So then they have to reason in their mind, well, cool, they're giving us something these people could potentially keep these people from giving us things. We just need to kill them. Well, I, my, my short answer is, okay. The question was, are they justified in their actions? Are they justified in their actions? My initial knee jerk reaction would be no. Okay. That's no. what I said too. No, no. Um, and here's why you can't, you can't lose all your sense of what's right and what's wrong and throw all your morals out the door. But I think what happens is what gets lost in the mix is this concept of ethics, which is greater than the individual. Yes. Morals are, are 
things that are ascribed by the individual ethics is a code where everyone – it's like the overarching umbrella, right? And so you've got mm-hmm. this umbrella of ethics that everyone agrees to and that you you live in this – essentially it's martial law. There's this – our, our lawless environment, uh, at least for the areas that you live in. We still don't know other parts of the country. Oh, yeah. There, there may or may not be some structure in place somewhere – we don't know. We can. We're only assuming that it does not. Um, but any time that you kill, just for the, it's not just for the sake of killing. I get that, and it is gray. It's not. It's not completely black and white. My ultimate problem is that you cannot. You cannot take life without imminent threat. And maybe they're justifying that the threat is imminent because of the hunger aspect and the fact that if we just go do this, we're going to get the food that we need. But at what point do you stop and go, no, this is not right because they done shit to us. Because there's other ways for them to get food. This is yes. the easiest method that is and the, the easy- quickest yeah. method. The and that doesn't mean it's the best. Van. Yes. <laughs> like they've been scavenging. So, so are you letting your own stupidity lead you down the path of murder yeah. for the sake of feeding right. to cover up your lack of intelligence? Yeah. And you're making a judgment on this whole group. Based on six, seven douchebags. Something that an asshole told you. Yeah. <laughs> based based on someone you don't know that well, except yeah. for the fact that you see that they have what you need. Yeah. It's right. all very, it's all comes from a very selfish perspective. Yes. Yeah. And if you're truly going to lead people, I think you need to lead them not down a path of destruction. But if you're going to ultimately survive, there has to be some semblance of keeping the peace. And if you're going to go fucking stick your dick in every anthill you see, <laughs> right. you're gonna get you're gonna get stung. Because what are you building towards? They're talking about this new future where humanity is thriving again, and we work well, together, and they want to put right. that kind of infrastructure back in place. But do they not? Yes, and I agree. But do they not see? What ultimately is going to happen is you go and fucking get them before you get got, as you said. Yeah. Then you're going to end up being that one that when some other group comes around and goes, fucking A, we need to take these fuckers out. Because you're going to become the very thing that you're going out and destroying. Yes. And someone else is going to see that. Some other groups are going to see that and they're going to go, oh, shit. This is too much of a threat. Yeah. We need to neutralize this. So yes. by doing that, you're basically setting yourself you're not invested in you're really not invested in the future. No, you're becoming you're the not, biggest target. Yes. Right. You 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 have no interest in the future. You it's may a, say it. It's a very short sighted plan. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, good. So, so fuck your coworker. I was ass. right. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that coworker. I was I was like, I, I don't understand what you're even saying right now. Like, no, they're not justified. It's funny. It's funny because whenever people watch the show, they remove themselves from what reality is. Yeah. Like, would you would you would you really kill everyone who came up to you? Oh. Like, 
Is that really your yeah. first reaction? It, I, I like to say, oh, hell yeah, I got to protect my group, but there's, yeah, there's I do a real life, real life choice that has to happen. I think that's a lot of what Carol's talking about. This whole episode is like every one of them is a number. She cared. Yes. Yes. It, it affected her because and, yes, because people aren't numbers, but numbers do matter right. and the one matters. The one yeah. matters and Spock. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you get all these fucking people that want to uh, have these conversations and basically cor- paint you into the corner of these fucking situational ethics. It's like, fuck you. Right. Ethics, not situational ethics, yes. ethics, fucker, not situations. If a doctor has someone come into their, uh, into their care. Yeah. Do they stop and ask, well, where are you from? Are you a good <laughs> guy or are you a bad guy? No. Not if, they're, not if they took the Hippocratic Oath. No. <laughs> this, is, this is a human being yes. that is uh, injured yep. or sick. I must treat them. If I can help, I will. Do no harm. Yes. What the fuck is wrong with people? I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's interesting that people want to have these arguments. And that's why I feel like shows like this are important because at least it's getting us to have a dialogue and have these discussions. That's because, why I've loved the last two episodes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because it makes people – it brings – like we as the comic readers have dealt with this issue before because that's very prevalent, I think, in every issue of the comic. Yes. And it's not always at the forefront of the show. But lately, it's been like, what What are we willing to do to survive? Are we losing all yeah. our humanity just so that we can survive? And not every decision should be easy. And you're going to make the wrong decisions. But it's how you fucking move on and what you do next. Just because you... Hmm, I'm going to get in trouble for this. But just because you take a life doesn't mean your life is completely forfeit. Yeah. Right. You can... I believe people can change well look at look at glenn i mean this was the first for good or for bad yeah yeah i think it's so first crazy human life that he took yeah that for rick making this choice was something that just came so natural to him it was like of course we had to take him out but without even knowing he forced glenn's hand yes when glenn didn't want no to he could have no. done his whole life without ever going through that and man that was such an intense moment, that last episode. Oh, it was. Then oh, you, gosh. You just saw his soul, his soul shatter. I mean, He's, right there in front yeah. of you. It, there's, I believe there has to be levels of innocence lost. Oh, yeah. Right? So, you know, we can probably all look back and see those times when we, we cross that line and it's like, I can never go back. Right. And not that those are necessarily bad things. This podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. If, if not just this one specifically. If but. you're at this mark, you're in it to win it. That's right. Right. Listen to the end. Your soul yeah. is forfeit. Um, <laughs> but I think there's – there. I, I think whether big or small, when you cross that line, you never really get to go back to the way things were. The toothpaste is already out of the tube, yeah. as it were. Um, and you – you know, you don't have to take life 
necessarily. I don't want to ever experience that. Me sure. But am I prepared? I hope so. I, I I hope that I'm prepared to deal with that situation appropriately. Should that's what I that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, am I going to go out of my way looking for that? Hell no. <laughs> Are there people that go out of their way? Sure. Obviously, oh, yeah. watch the fucking news yeah. if you want to get depressed. <laughs> um, but I hope my hope is that cooler heads prevail. My hope is that I use the things that I have experienced that have actually had a negative impact on me have a long-term positive effect, which is dealing with death and dying. Yeah. And and I hope that as shitty as that's been in my short time on this planet, yes, I still consider <laughs> my time to be short, although it's been much longer. You're than- so old. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some things. Oh, yeah. I've seen some stuff. Yeah. And I didn't like it. But it is what it is. And I hope that that helps shape me for what's to come and helps me have that experience to call on so that given that situation, I do what's right in that moment. Keeping in mind that it's not just my life and the life of my family that is sacred. All life all is life sacred. Is yep. And in I, I really, all kidding aside, I believe that. Oh, absolutely. I believe that with all of my heart. Yeah. So much so that I hope that I'm willing to put my life on the line to protect someone and even to protect someone who doesn't believe the way that, like, like exactly the way that I believe. True. Right. And that's, you know, it's just like being a soldier. Go out there and defend. And see, that's the thing. They're not defending anymore. They're, they're on attacking. The, they're in attack yeah. mode. Now, there's a whole nother discussion that we could get into. I don't think we have time for no, that. Right. But I don't think that they needed to go into attack mode because they had not been threatened yet. You don't always want to be reactive. I agree. But yes. I don't think that this was the appropriate situation to be so proactive. No, I do not think their proactiveness was fully warranted. Yeah. Warranted. Agreed. I think it just hit... Hit some heart, it, you know. It pushed some buttons, and you know, like like Aaron was saying, I think it it hit home with him because he kind of screwed over. He thinks he screwed over uh, Alexandria with right. leaving the leaving the, the bag, bag out, yeah. and so, um, which is really interesting. I wish we could have heard more from more of the people in the church whenever they were talking about going yeah. through this, but that just shows that there's a lot of people who just wait for Rick to make a decision. Yeah. yeah. And whatever it is, isn't that we'll most, follow him to the end. Isn't that most people? Yeah. It's it easier to not think for myself. It's easier just to align myself with someone that, you know, at the end of the day, I was just following orders. Right. And if shit happens, it's really not my fault because yeah, maybe I Helps pulled it. Maybe I pulled the trigger, but ultimately this guy's the one that, that he provoked yeah. all this. He's he told the one me that to. Yeah. exactly. People, well, which is such bullshit. People don't want to take responsibility. No, for yeah. their they own do actions. not. They do yeah. not. And I think we're about to see a whole group of people that are going to be held accountable for yes. their actions, and it's going to suck balls. Yeah. It's going to be a reckoning. All that to say, I still totally love Rick and the group, and I hope they do well. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I'm very nervous for them, and I, I'm not looking forward to seeing how this season goes. Oh, man. It's going to be tough. Three episodes good. left. Three mm-hmm. episodes left. And 
well, we've said it before. We'll say it again. The shit is about to hit the fan. Oh, and the, the proverbial still, shit is about to hit the proverbial. Okay, so if, you, if you've been tracking... Okay, so yes, we do read the comic books, all kidding aside. The past few episodes have been following almost beat for beat yeah. every issue leading up to issue 100. Yeah. If that is the case, then it is a better than good possibility. Well, we, we last, last week we talked about the stuff I got from Spoiler yeah, yeah. TV. Still hadn't confirmed that fully, but if Dwight is coming back, he will undoubtedly have half of his face missing yep. because he's going to have to be punished. We don't, the whole Daryl's bike thing. Yeah. It, it, oh, is this there? No, yeah, we found no, it. No, we just found it. no, no. And it looks and like if, Dw- if Dwight comes back, we still don't know where Daryl's crossbow is. Yep. Do mm. we? Nope. His third arm. Yep. We know that he eats it by the hand of Dwight. Mm-hmm. Are you worried about Abraham? I am. I'm very worried about Abraham. Because Abraham doesn't know how to deal with his emotions. No. That's very clear. Yeah. I think I, what it, I mean, if it's going to be like the comment, I think it's going to be very similar. Like, he's, yeah. I think he may eat it before the season finale. We should start a poll, a Twitter poll. Yeah, we should. Who's going to eat it first? Who's going to eat it? Do a top three. Yeah. What, do, what do you think? Top three. I mean, we talk about Who do this you every think? week, and it always changes. Um, well, <laughs> I do. Well, if you want my opinion, I think Abraham, for sure. Um, this episode really has me worried for Carol. I didn't. I wasn't even worried about her before, oh, but wow. this episode really has me yeah. worried for Carol. And then, why? I think she is going to sacrifice herself for someone. They sure are setting it up They're that setting way, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. I don't think she'll die. I don't think she'll go out like a bitch. I think she'll go out and sacrifice. Like, they're going to Maggie. And she's like, no, 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 no. Me instead. And provoke whoever to kill oh. her instead of Maggie. Mm. I think that's Ugh. what's going to happen. And then mm. I really think um, <laughs> the third Tugging one. Tugging up my heart strings. I know. I think the third one is going to. Oh, a third one. A third <laughs> one. You watch your damn mouth. I think it's going to be three, and I really think it's going to be Daryl. So. Ooh. Okay, what do you think? Top top three most likely to bite it. I'm really starting to believe that Maggie may be okay now. God, because I, I so. Because Dude. I think she will go on to lead the hilltop. Dark. Yes. I, think, I think we're going to see before the season's end, I think we're going to see her and Glenn making the decision to, to go move live, yeah. to move because okay. they feel it's safer. Yes. And the because next I think they planned, I, yes, I oh, think wow. they planned the season, the seed at the end of this episode. I can't, I can't, that's going to be yeah. the impetus of them making that decision. Oh, because if yeah, they're not, because yeah. if she's not associated with the survivors, but with the hilltop, they, they won't sure. take them out like that. Yeah. Right. Um, but I, I think that storyline of her ultimately leading the hilltop is too rich oh, to yeah. throw that away. Um, and what she does to, to Gregory is just fucking, I want to see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to see that on, so, on my TV screen. So <laughs> enough stalling. Who are, <laughs> who are your three? Yeah. Uh, I do think Abraham is about to eat it. Yeah. I didn't, I, I don't know if I have three. Two then. Um, I think at least two people are going to die. I, I, I think, I think I, I say three only as like, Three that you think are most likely to die. Not all three dying. Oh, I think those are the three most likely. Okay. To die. I, I think that um, I think that Abraham's going to get it. Yep. I think that either Heath or Tara is going to get it uh, because they're gonna, they're still out on their run. 
<laughs> not, not that doesn't have a huge emotional impact. I'll be all right, but, Tara. but I think one Ooh. of the two of those are going to eat it. Tara's the last of that group, though. Um, That's um, all right. And then um, I'm 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 warming up again to the idea of Glenn. Uh, um, I think Daryl's okay. I think Carol's okay. Mm-hmm. I, well, here's why. I think I think that they're they're trying to throw us a curveball. I think I, I think that they feel like the fake head fake from earlier with Glenn mm-hmm. yeah. was enough for them to, to finally kill him off. Actually, yeah, I think they yeah. were. I think they were just trying to to, to give us the head fake. Yeah, they're testing to make us go. Oh well, they can't possibly do that. Yeah. Because they just did this, yeah, so yeah. I don't know. We sit here and we speculate. That's part of the but, fun. Uh, it, it absolutely is part of the fun. I think uh, after this episode, I will agree with you that it is a natural setup that Carol want to sacrifice herself because, again, girl, uh, Daryl asked her, "Are you good?" No, and her response was, "No." What does she mean by that? You know, it's when you ask someone, you know, how you doing, and say, "Oh, good." No, that's not. Right. How I'm are doing you really? well. Yeah. Are you doing good? Yeah. Right. Are you good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, she doesn't feel she's good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. what about you? Uh, I think we're all on the same boat with Abraham, uh, which sucks Mother because dick. where all the one liners <laughs> going to come from? Just Eugene. Yeah. As long as they um, shave him dolphin smooth first. <laughs> Hunky dunky. So I think Abraham, I do think Glenn is not safe. Yeah. I don't um, think any of them are safe. No, no one's safe in this world. Who else? Give me a three. Definitely think Tara. Definitely, sorry, Hope. <laughs> sorry. Even though but, she is with child. Not on the show. Yeah, not on the show. It's fine. It's well, fine. I, I go back to her... Telling <laughs> telling Denise, yeah, that's that's horrible. But I don't think Tara counts. I want another one. Why do you want another one? I don't You're think heartless. Tara counts. I don't think Tara counts. She wants blood. She's I a, refuse to. Ignore she's on the that. periphery. Give me someone in my field of vision. I'm sorry, man. Uh, you're just not going to do it, eh? Nope. Okay. It's fine. I'm not wish that on anybody. He didn't require it of me. What do y'all think, Eugene's going to get some ass? Oh, soon. <laughs> oh, I think it. Well, it looks soon. like he cuts his hair next. It happens episode. in the comic, right? Well, him and Rosita hook right, up, yeah. Right. Well, she's oh, Rosita. Oh, you look one look at Rosita. She's down for revenge, fucking. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. for she's gonna do it on the show. porch when Abraham's walking. That's by. right. So I shut hey, the hey, door on you. Uh, look what we're doing. I think that's a great way to end this episode. Don't you? Is that? I think it is great as well. Uh. We will talk to you next week. Be on the lookout for later this week. We have some bonus content. Bonus. Gumbo. A couple of uh, interviews we did at the Walker Stalker Convention in Dallas here recently. We'll and they are something. <laughs> something. Something. Oh, make sure you list. Make sure you. Sorry uh, in advance. Yeah. Make sure you pay attention to the Nthcast main feed, our main show, yeah. as we will have uh, an episode that we recorded while we were in Dallas in the hotel room for the Walker Stalker uh, convention. Call that one Hotel sh- Shenanigans. Yeah, it, you know what? <laughs> That's, that is the name. Oh, yeah. That will be 
the name. I of release the you. The foursome in the hotel. <laughs> if you're not subscribed to that feed, it's really easy. All you need to do is go to nthcast.com slash iTunes. There you go. Got it. And if you're not subscribed to this podcast. Which, why wouldn't you be? I don't know. because There's so check, much good ho- shit. Ho- hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh-oh. Sorry. I get, not get only a little we, worked up. Not only do we call, cover The Walking Dead. Yeah. But we are covering Fear the Walking Fear. Dead. And News Flash. May 22nd, Yay, 2016, taking over the time slot of 8 p.m. Central Time on AMC. Is, on Sunday nights. On Sunday night yeah. is Preacher, right after the Fear the Walking Dead mid-season finale. We just found oh, yeah. this out today. So that is, that's a it natural fit. Stop. There's going to be no hiatus. No, there will always be Fear content. the cast can't stop. We're just going. And I'll be yeah, damned if it. it's not another horror slash comedy based on a comic book. That Which we, we have may, read. May or may not have read. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you read it now, it might. We're, we're going to have to have a discussion as to whether or not it holds up. Uh, I don't see how this one can. Yeah, so it it's it's yeah. a little bit of a chore to go back and read it now. It's a little dated, but the yeah. show I'm hoping is going to be fantastic. In fact, the word on the curb is that uh, every they premiered the uh, pilot episode at South by Southwest, yeah. and from everything I've heard, is a fantastic pilot. Yeah, I'm stoked. Sweet. If you can have Howard Starks playing Jesse Custer, yes, sign me. Oh, it's going to be great. Awesome. Now, if you don't have anything else you you need to be doing, uh, I would recommend reading a book. Oh, my God. Maybe spending time with a loved one. Volunteering with children. Reorganizing your sock drawer. If you're not, if you're not doing any of those yeah. things, you could give a listen to Dragon Ballers. You could. Oh, Dragon Ball Z. I so enjoyed the Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> Dragon Ball Super. It is, but it's called Dragon Ballers. Because we're are, ballers. Uh with yes. dragons. We're still waiting for your balls to drop. Just so I, but uh there's seven of them. Everybody knows <laughs> before the episode starts, uh Josh slowly sharpens his word dagger for the end of the episode <laughs> to yes, stab JD right. with. That's right. It's um, okay. But uh it, you can subscribe to that too. Yeah. It is possible. And it you, is, sh- you should. It is possible by going to nthcast.com slash DBZ. That's right. DBZ. And me and my wife, Steph. Yes. We have recorded our... A delightful little show. Yes. We we recorded a new episode of our Once Upon a Time uh, podcast, which is called Once Upon a Time. They're in Hades now, yeah? They are, and they are in the underworld. They are in the underworld. Um, And Hades is, well... You'll hear more about him on the new episode, which will come out in two, a couple of days. Oh, I guess if uh, I you, say it like that, it sounds sexual. Yeah. They're in the underworld. <laughs> Hades is there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but make sure you subscribe to that because mm-hmm. it's definitely family friendly. You can listen to it uh, uh, in the car when you take the kids to school. Yes, you can. Uh, or if you're dropping the kids off at the pool. Either way, Either way. you can do that. While you're breathing, whatever. <laughs> cool. Uh, you can you can hit us up, uh, subscribe to that feed by going to nthcast.com slash once. And uh, man, this is the longest episode we've done. Oh, yeah. Since the recaps. Uh, yeah. Since the recaps, because that one recap was two hours long. Woo! That was maybe one of the best episodes we ever had. I know. I'm really, proud of that one. That first recap. I was in one of those. The second and, recap and the second was recap. good. 
Yeah, I that first recap. That ooh, that's 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 that's, that's a set. We set the bar high. I, we've never it. achieved that standard, and it was we hard to probably it. never will. But that's you know, I knew how high the bar was set, so I was like, I'm gonna fuck this Just shit up. Yeah. up, derail it. Hey, hey. we're gonna. We're gonna talk to you next week. What the fuck are you doing? I was gonna appreciate. I was gonna be appreciative for y'all having me out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you for times. taking the time. No problem. We appreciate it. I was just fishing for a for a thanks. Oh, I think the episode is so much better because oh, well, I'm glad. But well, I'm not sure you're gonna be on the next one. I'm not gonna say thanks yeah. until I see the download numbers. That's all right. We'll talk to y'all next week. Later. Bye. Expecting the fingers to count, <laughs> and they didn't. Because you go three finger blast, the silent count. Now we'll start over. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>